Ramble. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Pretty Basic. Today, we are coming at you with our annual Coachella episode. If you guys missed it, a couple days ago, we re-released our episode from last year. It was iconic, and we are back in the studio to bring you guys the 2023 recap. I did start the intro because I'm going to just start off by saying that I did miss Sunday, so I am (laughs) feeling a little bit more alive, awake, alert and enthusiastic. Good because someone needs to be. Yes, I am here to bring the heat and Alicia Murray is here to <laughs> sit. To sit. I um you know I'm just going to apologize have a little disclaimer right now if I make no sense because my brain's not working right now. Um I <laughs> basically Oh, this is going to be a rough one. Okay. So we left. Okay. So like Remy said, she left yesterday from Indio and drove back home. I actually drove back this morning. Well, I didn't drive back because my driver's license is expired. (laughs) I could Um, just, so you see you never fixing it so that you could just get driven around. No, because now I'm like, oh, I have to bring a passport everywhere with me. Although I did use my card when they did the ID check to give me, um, the like drinking, the ID check for, uh, drinking the wristband. And I had my passport on me, but I was like, oh, I should just see if my ID works. And no one checked that it was expired. They were just looking for the date. So I guess that makes sense. You know, but I did have my passport with me, but I'm constantly terrified I'm going to lose my passport. And that's like a bigger problem than, you know, anyways, I'm going to the DMV this week. Like I'm going. Beautiful. Sorry to interrupt. I don't have a, oh no, you're good. I don't have an appointment. So wish me luck. (laughs) But I can't wait like three weeks, you know, like I need my driver's license. The last time I went to the DMV was with you when we went together. Are you kidding? Why? I've been like twice. They want, oh no, the last time I got the real ID. Uh, And then this time, I think they're like, you need a new photo, which like now I'm going to have red hair. I've had this. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, which is so like, I love the red hair slay, but like, it's not me, you know? On your, on your ID then, is it going to say hair red? No, I'll put brown because that's like your real color. Oh, okay. 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 Mm -hmm. Uh, I haven't taken a new driver's license photo since I was 17. I still haven't updated it and it, mine's not expired for another few years so I think I'll be like 30 when I take my new photo if they make me or what? I'll be 15 17 forever oh my god forever 20 forever 17 <laughs> sorry okay so you came back today no oh, yeah, yeah yeah so we drove back this morning we checked out of our Airbnb also side note shout out our friends real MVPs because my Airbnb like score review my profile thanks you guys because they cleaned so well like we Aww. like they did such a good job um just, you know, following all the rules, like putting it like they were just so get you friends who like do that, you know, get you friends who respect your Airbnb profile your Uber rating, rating. Your Uber rating. Yeah. No, that's yeah. a new level of friendship. No, for real. Like everyone just pitched in, you know, they were like taking all the towels and putting it in the, and I was like, guys, thank you so much. <laughs> Cause I always get a little nervous getting a big house like that on my accounts ever because I'm like, okay, in the end, I'm going to be the one who gets kind of like screwed over. But it was great. It was amazing. We had so much fun. We did sit in six hours of traffic this morning. Six hours. We left at 12. Um, Coachella Valley is like 45 minutes past Palm Springs. So in total, I mean, how long did it take you? To two get and back? a half. Two it and shouldn't hours. take more than three on normally, I would say, from LA. Yeah, I would say two and a half realistically because it's like an hour, uh, hour 20 to Palm Springs from here and then an extra 20 minutes past that. 
um, six hours. There were so many people on the road, so many people, but we made it home safe. We are healthy. We are safe. We're not rested. We're not hungover. <laughs> I was just going to ask. That's my next, my next question. Are you hungover? Not really hungover. Well, maybe just tired hungover, but like no headache or anything like that. But thank God, I hope I wouldn't be still. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I mean, it's 730, it's 740 at night right now. For some reason, after turning 26, my hangovers last until like 7 p.m. No, they warn you about that. And you think you're like, hee hee, yeah, sure. And then you actually get older and you're like, this is what they meant. No, actually- Cal turned 27 today when we're sitting here chatting. <gasps> Happy birthday, Cal, let's go. Happy, Happy birthday, Cal, Cal, let's go. And I told him, I was like, just be prepared. The hangovers are going to be. Hanging. In, hanging. <laughs> They're going to be exponentially worse than anything you've ever experienced before. I actually could fall asleep right now. <laughs> and I'm sorry I didn't hear what you just said. I've decided I'm no going to do a new thing with Alicia where I'm going to say, I would say it's a true 50, 50 chance. If you're listening to me talk or not, like when I'm saying over something, always like, um, no, average? no, 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 no okay. not average, average. I, okay. Average. I would say <laughs> 75, 25. Re- really? Yes. What was I talking to you about? I would in at the least car? say 85, 85, 15. Yeah. <laughs> There's something in the, I was talking to you in the car and you were like, visibly not listening Mm -hmm. but and I kept going listen to me listen to me listen to me listen to me um but I'm gonna start practicing you on what I say like I'm gonna say things and then quizzing me yeah exactly um but you did just tell me that you didn't hear what I said so that's okay yeah but we are here I knew you were gonna say that (laughs) I was gonna follow with that too but we are here we are here we're here I'm really excited it honestly was a very interesting weekend it was def- definitely a very interesting weekend the w- absolute weirdest Coachella I've ever been to what do you mean by weird it was would you not agree it was just such a weird weekend um I, like well, like event like it was a weird Coachella when you say weird I feel like I more than weird for me I think it was just I, I understand what you say when you say weird but more of like a um uh, just I don't know not like the norm yeah, like everything different. about it was different. Not like a weird, not like weird things were happening or like anything yeah. like that. It just felt very different. No, it was a weird different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different weird. <laughs> let's compromise. Weird different. Different, different weird. weird. <laughs> yes, I love that. Okay, well, let's just go through. I think that's what we do, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do this annually, and I could not tell you what I ate for breakfast yesterday, but just kidding. I had Sonic on the way home. Um, nice. No, tater tater so tots. good. No, I don't like their tater tots. You, what? I'm not a tater tot girl. That's the, I, we would drive all, when we were in Reno Valley, we would drive to like maybe go to Knott's Berry Farm or something. Love. We would purposely be like, we have to go to the Sonic. <gasps> it's the only place you can go. Yes. And we would go, na, now I know it's, ba- that was basically down your street. So you grew up with it, right? Um, or when did yes, they add it? but no. Like that was in Fullerton and it's oh. like where everybody would go after going, is it called the Branding Iron or is that the one in Riverside? The Branding Iron's in San Bernardino. Yes. Okay. There's like a similar country bar <gasps> in Fullerton. Taryn would always go. Yes. What was it called? I forget. Should I look it up? Yeah. Okay. There's only like one. Should, no, I'm going to hear it. I'm going to be so mad I didn't think about it. I mean, I'm going to be so mad I didn't remember the name. Okay. I obviously. Oh, I knew it before it even came Wait, up. Stop, 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 stop. <sighs> this is so niche, but I know people from Orange County are listening to this and screaming out in their cars. I don't know. In cahoots. Oh, I actually didn't know that. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> in cahoots. And then you'd go to the Sonic next door. But my order yesterday, I got a cheeseburger. Hold the pickle, hold the lettuce. I got uh, the mozzarella sticks and a pretzel twist. 
Pretzel twists at Sonic are highly, highly underrated. Really? As a pretzel connoisseur, they are <laughs> the best soft Wait, pretzels so sorry, you, you will so ever have. I kid you not. Call that it. is underrated. The almond pretzels at specifically Auntie Anne's over wetzels. Mwah. Okay, sorry. Let's get into this. No, I'm, this I just pictured a cooking with Remy episode. Sometimes <gasps> when I zone out of you talking, it's because I'm thinking about your business. Yo, you like <laughs> the way that you put my business before <laughs> anything else in your life, before your own, yeah. before your health, before whatever. It might, it's my business first I was always. Just like, okay, collab, Sonic, Remy, <laughs> Auntie M's. What's Auntie M? <laughs> Auntie Anne's. <laughs> Auntie M is from the fucking Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Auntie M, Auntie M. Oh my god, I'm crying, and we haven't even gotten ten minutes in. Okay, yeah, okay. Let's do, let's start from the beginning of the weekend. Thursday, we I drive up. At the very Okay. The very good okay. Um. Very beginning. Very beginning. I left before you did, mm-hmm. and as I, I knew, knew I was forgetting something. I knew it. I hate that feeling in my soul. I feel that every trip, but I this time I was like, I just know it. Okay, we're gonna we'll figure it out when we get there. Uh, I make it an hour and a half out on the road, and I realize uh, my friend was actually talking to me about Vanessa Hudgens, and I was thinking about the queen of Coachella Mm -hmm. and how, you know, she always had like the most amazing hairstyles and how, oh my God, I can't wait to like put some cute braids in my hair and put some like string and I can't wait to wear my hat. (gasps) I had forgotten the piece de resistance of my day one look, my fully bedazzled cowboy hat that I bought on Etsy for $300. And I ordered it a month in advance because every year I want to do it and then I f- don't order it and in, in with enough time. Oh. So this year I finally remembered and I had her sitting by my front door and I vividly remember obviously like where I left it as I'm driving and I go, oh my God, how am I going to get it? Like I'm already on the road. I'm in so much traffic. Um, oh no. I was going to give it to maybe Tommy and then I realized and remembered that you had not left yet. That's not what happened, Remy. What are you talking about? <laughs> So I was trying to leave because we had a lot of stuff to do. And I we planned to leave around 11. We didn't leave until, I want to say like. You left like three. Three. I was shocked. It was so late. So so I was like, oh, I should let Remy know. Hey, I'm still at the house. Like in case you need something, let me know. You did. I'm so sorry. Yes, And then right. you called me and you're like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, yeah, yeah. What do you need? She goes, okay, I'm going to have Cal put the hat and in an Uber, and then it's gonna go to your place. And then, would you mind bringing me the hat? I left it. It's the number one thing that I need for this weekend. And I was like, Oh my god, day one, Luke. Yes. Oh my god, you need it. I'll stay here an extra twenty minutes because I'm still waiting for I my lunch. I felt so bad. No, I appreciate it. It came at the perfect time because my my lunch came five minutes. You know, I got to digest for like ten minutes, and uh, then hat came. Beautiful, Boom. beautiful. Well, thank you so beautiful. much for bringing it. Uh, it really did. It completed the look. Oh I, I don't god. know what I would have done without it. Well, you didn't even wear it. Well, I okay. <laughs> Guess I guess I wouldn't have worn it. <laughs> in my defense, it made it in the picture. A huge reason why we were actually late was because TK came over and then she said, Hey, my car's kind of acting funny. <gasps> oh no. And you know, the time for your car and she was planning on driving, because one, she has a bigger t- car, two, she just prefers driving. Um, and three, you can't. And three, my you driver's can't. license <laughs> is expired. You know, and you couldn't and even if you wanted my to. My car might only fit our backpacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, so, you know, we're, we're sitting, we're trying to look it up. It's acting like a battery thing maybe, but I'm like, that kind of doesn't make sense. I think we, well, I think we should just go to AutoZone and get it checked out. You know, it's not smart to go to the desert with a car that could break down. Well, yeah, you know? that barren road. Exactly. And like, you know, I like to pride myself that I can be kind of handy at times. I wouldn't know what to do. No, cars are a whole other thing. Whole other thing. So we go to AutoZone. It takes, obviously that takes like an extra 40 minutes of why we were late. Uh, um, but luckily they said the car was completely fine. The battery was good. The radiator was good. They're like, it's in tip top shape. You are good to go. So we're like, okay, okay, okay. We go, boom, back home. We make our way out there. It's like raining. We're like, what is going on? Just the weather was weird. <gasps> There's a whole sandstorm. There's a sandstorm. We barely make it, but we made it. In our house was Alicia, myself, uh, Ollie, Murph, TK, Matt King, Patricia, who's Matt King's fiance. Um, Jack Cook and Mallory came later. Oh, and then Evan. I think mm-hmm. that was just our house. It was like a smaller house than this year, than last year. A lot of people asked me where Cal was. Mm-hmm. And he stayed home because it was his birthday and he wanted to throw himself like a little birthday party. So he had his friends over and they also stayed with the dogs. And, you know, he did his little- He wanted a guy's weekend. He did. And I understood that. And l- having him watch the dogs obviously alleviates- stress for me so I was just so shocked because he loves Charlie XCX I know mm-hmm. he didn't like the the lineup dropped and obviously like we it, were aware of it but I feel like he forgot and the night the night before we left I we were in the shower because we showered together that's our well also our your shower time. is quite lit it would fit 30 people so I would shower too we can all shower together no it's fine it's, <laughs> It's my, it's our quality time. And I was like, are you so jealous? Cause he's now he's really into playing music through the, sh- like we have speakers throughout the house, like in the ceiling. And when I first moved into my shitty house, cause as we all know, the guy that built it, built it so horribly, like lawsuit in, <laughs> yeah, lawsuit, lawsuit one in the, the speakers, there's like 20 throughout the house. Like he didn't obviously wire it properly. So in a dream world, you have it. So like you can pick where they're going to play. Like if you want to play them only outside or only in the kitchen or only upstairs or only in the bathroom. Um, no, like if you put it to play outside, like one in the bathroom would play and like one in the front entrance would play and you could never figure it out. Oh. Anyways, we got them fixed finally. Yay. And now uh, Cal likes to blast Charlie XCX while he's in the shower. <laughs> I wish I wish it was Becky G because I wanted to say singing in the shower, but it wasn't, it, but I still said it. You know what? It's okay. It's like, look it, look it, look, look it. Um, and it's blasting in it. And I told Sorry. Him, let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> no, literally him in the shower. Let's ride. <laughs> and I was like, are you so jealous? And he was like, wait, Charlie's performing? I was like, yeah, Charlie's performing. And he was so, so sad. But I said, too bad. Too late. You said no. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty basic. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so that was Thursday. Cut to Friday. The headliner is Bad Bunny, and we're all so excited. I feel like every year we always make the mistake of going way, way too hard, way too early on Friday, mm-hmm. and then basically fucking ourselves over for the rest of the weekend because we have like <laughs> completely just run out of all energy. So I feel like this year we knew to go a little bit slower and gradually wake up as as late as possible and like, you know, ease into it. Yeah. And being blunt, it it's not my fa- it was not my favorite lineup slash is not my favorite lineup. Some people say it's a shitty lineup. Some people I've never heard someone be like, yeah, that's a fire lineup about it. Um, so I think overall there was just way less people that I wanted to see than normally. Normally I'm like, okay, I want to go to this stage and see this person. Then we're going to go to this person. Like this year I was just happy to be there and lived for the vibes. I feel the same way. I think that, uh, the lineup for me personally with my music taste was not my favorite, but there were a few specific acts that I was very excited for. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like the lineup itself, like as a whole, uh, for like specific niche groups was like an amazing lineup, if that makes any sense. Like if you like like a certain like uh, sound or genre, mm-hmm. yeah, then I think that was perfect for specific people. But for us individually, uh, yeah, definitely not our favorite. So we weren't like also trying to get there at noon like we usually but I are. Think, uh, yeah, I think that's what makes a lineup so good is when it's very well-rounded. I just feel like something was going on behind the scenes that no one knew about, you know? Obviously we can talk about the Frank Ocean stuff later because he was Sunday. But as a whole, my favorite favorite performance black pink in your area black pink you guys fucking killed it i was shaking my ass (laughs) i was insert video shaking my ass i was shaking my ass i was i was so like the beat the performance the artistry the choreography sorry i just went there i know and i get it but we got to do friday first okay sorry sorry friday 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 oh my god okay this is why it was just so weird so I don't know. I was Blink One Eighty Two added later. I, I feel like they just threw. I'm pretty sure they weren't on the original lineup and they threw them in because I remember everyone being confused seeing them. They're like, "Whoa, wait, Blink One Eighty Two! It's their first performance in nine years." Da 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 da. We're so excited. We did get there a little later than we probably should have, knowing it's such an iconic performance. They're at the Sahara Tent, which is like kind of it's not it's the second biggest stage. Um, we're making our way. When I tell you, it was a mosh pit trying to get there and nor like so overcrowded i've never experienced that at coachella ever when i tell you that alicia is the best and worst person to go to a festival with (laughs) she is so fun live for the party like you will be guaranteed to have a good time if you can stay with her (laughs) if you can catch her most of the time you can't she already as we know when she's drunk is a runner uh when you're drunk and at a festival bye good luck finding her she'll just weave bob and weave like you think i know in your head you think that we can keep up or following Uh, like if you look away for a half a second (laughs) i'm so sorry you're gone it's okay i've learned my lesson i knew that already i wasn't trying to keep up but ollie experienced this for the first time he was like slow down and i was like sorry because in my head you guys are right behind me single file line yes i'm like my hand is up i'm guiding i'm like bob we like how can we get the studio like in my head i'm like boom i'm in a video game i'm literally done da, 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 da. <laughs> and then i turn and look no one behind me someone will be far and i'm like fuck let's just slow down slow down slow down but i'm like no the whole point is we get there we beat the crowd the crowd for blink 182 was actual madness and 
they should have not been on that stage. Yeah, I agree. They should have been on the main stage and hot, hot take. They should have headlined. Like mm. the crowd that they drew was so, was safety hazard. Like we were just trying to get, like you couldn't even make it through. At one point, people kept pushing, and I like it was so bad, so dangerous. It was it was actually very dangerous, and it wasn't anyone's fault. Everyone was just in a horrible position. Also, hot take. If you're going to throw a music festival and sell that many tickets or wristbands and allow that many people in, I think the stages need to be bigger. I think that there need to be more lights. As soon as it gets dark, it is so dangerous there. When you look at the bird's eye view of these stages, whether it's like the big stage, or even if you go to like one of the smaller stages with like a smaller artist at an earlier time, like there are still people that are like so far out on the field. You can't even hear, you can't even see, but that's just solely because they've oversold. Well, like sell the, less or make them bigger. And again, like we've both been to so many. TK asked me um, how many I've been to. And my first year was 2015, I want to say. So like, you know, we love our festivals. We are fest. We love our festivals. We really do. Like, so it's just, I feel like this year was just so, it, it was way, way crowded. It's so crowded, but it also felt empty. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll get into that more. Okay, Friday, yes, loved it. Anything yeah. else to add to Friday that you remember? I'm I, like, I made a note, but I almost kind of forgot. Oh my god, I had multiple things as we're leaving Blink One Eighty Two because we literally tried. We try to stay. It's impossible. We were like, you know what? We can barely hear. Let's just go back to VIP and hang out because someone else was performing that we wanted to see. So while we're leaving, Murph tells us later that this girl. He was like, there was this person in a blue wig and like a hat who came up behind him and like grabbed his back pockets, like tried to be ever so smooth to find his phone and steal his phone. He felt it. He takes his hand and like slaps her hand away and literally starts saying, guys, watch your phones. This person's trying to steal it. And then she just booked it the other way. And I, it was, and luckily it was in his hand. It wasn't in his pocket, but I'm like, how, like what? Like, I mean, people will go to festivals just to do that. It just gets it's me, gross. it gets me so mad that people go to do that. I mean, coming from someone who's lost phones at festivals before, it's just so, it's so annoying. That happened too, because it was so crowded, like literally so crowded, people kept pushing. So we finally, I'd lost you at this point. Yeah, I remember I lost you and I was like, I'm not gonna find them. I'm not, I'm not even gonna really try. And I was with Jesse. I really only stayed for a little bit because I wasn't, in, I think in my head, I hadn't anticipated that many people because usually, Earlier on in the day, this was at, what, like 6.30 p.m., yeah. like it, the sun was still out. People are still not even fully there yet. I feel like people come usually like 7, like yeah. 8 as it gets darker and it's not as hot. Um, but I didn't like mentally, I mean, I haven't been in big, big, big crowds like that in a long time. And I didn't mentally prepare to see that many people that quickly and like, you know, for just the chaos. Mm -hmm. uh, so I started to kind of feel a little bit anxious there. And I felt Is like that everyone- went to the bathroom? No, I had to pee, oh. but it, like the, the crowd started to kind of close in mm -hmm. and I could, I turn and like to that point where you start turning around, obviously you're surrounded. You can't see a way out. Um, and as we all know, my anxiety is triggered by feeling trapped in places. So I looked at Jesse and he was like, I don't really care to be here. So if you, if you need to go, like we can go, I must've looked panicked. Cause I was like, okay, like let's go. And then we just left, went to go pee. I remember, and then the found I remember we were walking and you were, uh, you're like, I'm going to go pee. And I was like, okay. So you're like, yeah, go ahead. So I just assumed you guys like stayed on the outskirts mm, or something. I don't remember seeing you. 
I don't remember a lot right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was really bummed about that. I think they should have headlined for sure. I don't know how they kind of got thrown in there or what happened or what, but good for them though um, for bringing in such a huge crowd. That's awesome. No, it's, it's, awesome but I think logistics wise it was just not done right yeah but I did see later on TikTok someone was up on the on the rainbow tower and had an overview video of what it was like when Blink was playing Remy no wonder we were it was it was insanity it was insane I'll show you it literally was insanity because I was like yes like that's not normal. Like, cause, in, cause it was our first time there. I was like, dang, is it just more crowded this year? I was like, no, this is just not normal. That's so sick that they were able to get that crowd. Like that's so sick. First, first performance in years. Um, but I think that kind of threw me off too. Cause I was just like, whoo, like I feel like anxious too. Cause I'm just like, there's so many. And then we met so many of you guys, which was also like the highlight of our weekend. Like I loved it. It was awesome. It was so cool. Um, but I feel like I was hardly with you when I met people. They'd be like, where's Remy? And I'm like, I don't know. I know. We got separated for so long, but I second that. Meeting you guys was so much fun. And I feel like we had so many awesome conversations and like got to really talk to people whenever we'd meet like in the field or whatever it may be. But later on, on Friday, after we got separated, because it started to get dark really fast and mm-hmm. then I couldn't find people. And then I was like, I went to the bathroom and then I got myself a snack and then I sat on the grass and I was with Jesse for a long time. We had like a really good like heart to heart talk about things. And then all of a sudden this just real this crazy anxiety attack hit me like an insane anxiety attack that I haven't felt in years and I don't know exactly what triggered it per se but I started spiraling and I tried to convince myself like it's okay like we should just stay but then I thought you know what Rem like you don't have to force yourself to be here if if you're not feeling comfortable yeah like it was getting cold I like I I really kept trying to talk to myself like and like tell myself like Rem it's okay like also you don't want to necessarily like you don't want to make people go home with you but you also don't want to go home alone so mm-hmm. I was like suck it up suck it up and then after maybe like 30 minutes of deliberating I was like you know what I'm not being fun everyone was just worried about me the whole time because they're like you look like you're not well I uh, see so yeah, I'm like why was I not there? it's okay it's okay and so eventually I was like you know what I think I'm gonna go home and then Ollie was like I'm not letting you go actually he pulled me to the side because I kept saying let me go, let me go, let me go. And he was like, Remy, best friend moment, check in. Do you want me to go with you? Will you feel safer if I go mm-hmm. with you? And I said, I mean, well, yeah, I'll feel safer, but he said, no buts, we're That's going. enough, yeah. And I was like, but I but I was just being honest. I was like, I will feel safer, but I will also be okay. No, but that's, that's such a good friend. I love him. It's hard when, it's hard when you're in that situation on either side where you're like, no, please go, have fun. I don't, I, I will feel better if you go and have fun, mm-hmm. but also I've, uh, you're on the other side and you're like, no, like dead ass. I will, I don't care. I'll go home with you. Like yeah. if you want to, like it's, it's yeah. So I love the whole best check friend in. check in. It was so cute. It was, I met, I appreciated it so much. He was so sweet. I was also like worried that people were going to be mad at me in our house, even though I knew they wouldn't. I was just like nervous that me going home was going to upset someone, even Why? though I, I don't know. I was just, it was my anxiety. I get it. Talking. I get it. I get it. And, um, you know, when you're like, I was in the moment of having the anxiety attack where I was like, Oh my God, I'm not, I can't come back tomorrow. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. Cause I like, wasn't sure what was triggering it. I was like, well, I don't want to put myself back in this place. Like I'm definitely not coming tomorrow. I love everybody so much, but like, I, I really can't. Tommy texted me asking me something random. And I was like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I had to go home. I had an anxiety attack obviously I have work obligations when I'm there too. Yeah. So I was worried that he as my manager was going to be like, sorry, like you have to do this. You have to do that. He and our agent texted me and they were both like, Ram, put yourself first, whatever you need. We'll cancel whatever. Like, love you so much. Yeah. Do you need us? Like they were, everybody was just really supportive, which I know it's a music festival. It sounds stupid, but like as a work thing also, like I did feel like I had a lot to do. So I appreciated everyone's support and I ended up going home and going to bed. 
And I was chilling. No, I just got a text like, Remy's leaving. And I was like, is she okay? And you're like, I had an anxiety. I was like, I feel like I'm never there in those situations that I wish I could be. I love you. It's I mean, okay. I don't want you I, to have them. Thank but. you, though. I appreciate it. Honestly, I think it was just a, a lot that I wasn't anticipating. Yeah. And then it just was all in front of my face. And I'm really sad that I missed Bad Bunny because I heard he was fucking amazing. And I would have loved he to was, see he was really good. everyone go crazy. That must have been so cool. Okay. Bad Bunny fucking killed it. Like- did I know the words? No. Was I having fun? A bla- yes. Like he fucking killed it. Okay, sorry, sorry. I had, no, I had a thought. <laughs> no. Go ahead. Like, <laughs> I don't know what Ariana Grande is saying ever either. And I still love her and have a wonderful time. Like you don't need to understand what's going on to have a good time yes. and, and be happy for them. Yes. No, a thousand percent. But it, um, I was just, I was so aware how big of a moment this was for him to be headlining. And even like, I, I just, I knew how big of a moment it was. And it was so beautiful hearing everyone speaking, like sing in Spanish and stuff. I'm so happy for everyone that I was just there. gonna like say. that's that's how I felt and it was so good like I was dancing I was shaking my ass me pretending to sing even though I didn't know what to sing that's okay <laughs> watermelon watermelon I was as like, long uh, as oh, people yeah. are enjoying it I feel like obviously when the 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 set list dropped or what is it called the yeah the set list, set list when it dropped and you know all the headlines come out of like Bad Bunny is the first ever Latin artist to headline Coachella. Uh, Blackpink is like the first ever K-pop Asian female group to yeah. have like, like when you read that, it's like, oh my fucking God, that's amazing for all these marginalized communities. Yeah. But I, I did miss Bad Bunny, as I said, but I got to experience Blackpink and just being able to feel that, like it, it just, it was the most uh, incredible feeling. We'll get into that again soon, but it just meant so much to so many people. And I, I cannot wait to see what the future of, these music festivals and things look like now. I, like, yeah. I think it's absolutely incredible. And I'm so happy for everyone that are in these communities that, that were there that got to feel that. His voice, the tone is so like smooth and sexy. And he could be talking about trash or something. And I'm just like, yes, that's so sexy. No, his voice, his <laughs> like everything about him. Is, this this is was me. Really, I'd be like, question. See, I know that. <laughs> yeah, that was yes. This is reminding me of when Parasite won, and Bong Joon Ho, the director, his um speech about what it, it, he said. One line that was like, it it was so beautiful, and it made me sob. I mean, my mind, I must look it up. He said this in Korean, and it was translated after. Once you overcome the one inch tall barrier of subtitles, you'll be introduced to so many more amazing films. Oh, I love Which that. Which is so true. And it goes for music, goes for obviously. Oh for my films. god, yes, it's so true. No, a thousand percent. It was. It honestly was great. I did see people being like, "Oh, I wish he had more of a show," like because he was like, "I." Th but I think especially like, I mean, come on, let's be real. After Beyonce, like just the level people have expectation, the pedestal people have. For headliners, I think is very, 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 very high. But which I I get again when Beyonce does a literal full on like what uh, the homecoming thing. One of the best performances I've ever seen in my life. But that's what made it so iconic was it was above and beyond. You know. I think that I like personally seeing all of the different headliners, different artistic takes on what their headlining set looks like. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting. Not everyone is or can be more can be Beyonce. Like, mm -hmm. I think it's cool that everyone does a different thing. I personally would have really loved to see Frank, like literally just sit there on a stool and sing. Cause yeah. I feel like that's so him. I mean, I think what he did was really cool too. Like, and again, that's his artistic take on it. But like 
I wouldn't expect that from Beyonce, but I would expect that from someone like Frank Ocean. Yeah, or like Adele, like her, obviously her, her walking around Ed just Sheeran. singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah very yeah. different. Ed Sheeran and his guitar. Like yeah. I think there people are always gonna have something to say because people are never happy. Totally. But I think he did what he wanted to do, and yeah. that's all that matters. And most of all, people in the Latin community felt seen, and that's all that matters. Yes. Oh my god, a thousand percent. Pretty basic. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Was Friday our In-N-Out night? No, that was Saturday. Mm, Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) There were so many after parties and like, we just didn't go to any. We didn't go to any No, you went to the Captain Crunch one. Oh, that was a pre-party. That was a (laughs) pre-party. I didn't go to any of the extra parties this year and I knew I wasn't going to even when RSVPing. Like I was like, the chance of me is going, but they're like, no, just do it anyways in case you want to go. Um, and I'm like, is this us getting old or what? Like oh, even so me on Carnival, we ended old. up not making it. We drove through In-N-Out and went to bed. And yeah. it was great. Saturday morning, I was super hungover. So I was very grateful that night we went to In-N-Out and slept because Sunday morning, I was gra- I woke up early. I cleaned. <laughs> you would have been shook. I heard someone banging around in the kitchen. I was like, who is I was like, banging? Ding, ding, ding. I was just awake. I was like, wow, this is great. I love that. Well, so that was Friday. Saturday rolled around. I did have a party to go to. In case you guys didn't know, Truly one of my favorite cereals in the world. I have two favorite cereals. Cap'n Crunch with berries. I like regular Cap'n Crunch, but the berries. No, mm, the berries. Oh my adds God. a little je ne sais quoi. Uh, and an Apple Jacks moment. See, I, love. I can't get behind the Apple Jacks Why one. Why not? I just, it, it tastes too fake to me. And the cereal bites feel styrofoamy to me. I love, but do you like a Fruit Loop? No. Okay. Same so thing. I was thinking like disc shaped. Maybe uh, it's the, di- I don't know, but I like the berries. But what's your- So it's not a flavor thing. It must be a texture No, berries thing. are balls. Exactly, but I, I like those, but I don't like Fruit Loops. No, that's but they're two, that's a disc. That's a <laughs> donut versus a ball. I know, those but, are two different things. but I feel like they're the same thing. They're not the same thing. <laughs> okay. They okay. are not. What is your favorite cereal? Lucky Charms, hands down. Gross. Okay. Well, no, I like Lucky Charms if it's the frosted Lucky Charms. What? I don't like when the the actual, like the cereal is too plain and the, the marshmallows are too sweet. But that's how it balances. I know, but I like more sugar no, for some reason. No, no, nor, nor, nor. Or Special K with strawberries. Oh we can God. be on the same page with that one, I know. I like that one and that's you, always wait, favorite. I'm sorry, you like that one? Maybe like we're not one. on the same page. I love that one. Oh, I, <laughs> I I like it. I'm more of a honey bunches of oats with almonds, girl. I love honey bunches of oats. Yeah, but oh the blue God. box with the almonds. The blue box. Yes. 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 Yeah, no, Little I clusters. love, I like that. <laughs> I really, I'm not a cinnamon toast crunch girl as mm-hmm. much, uh, but I feel like people love that one. I, You know what I really don't like? Mm. And I'm never going to get a brand deal then. 
Fruity Pebbles. You can't get me on board for a Fruity okay, Pebble. Okay, but isn't a Fruity Pebble just kind of like a Rice Krispie treat? It is. What? Yeah, it's a puffed. Yeah, it's a puffed rice. Oh, <laughs> sorry. You made me feel like they are the same thing. They, I was like, no, they're not. No, they are the same. But they're thing. separate cereals. Yeah, they're different companies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they both Kellogg? No, one's post. One's post. Sorry. I think the other one. We're not all chefs. <laughs> it's obviously a puffed corn. Obviously, it's a puffed rice. Obviously. Rice. Sorry, it's a corn. Um, but Cocoa Pebbles are obviously. Cocoa Pebbles? Fruity Pebbles as well. Fruity. The chocolate. Cocoa Pebbles, Fruity Pebbles. Those are the same brand. Rice Krispie Treat is their competitor. Rice Krispies are, yeah, the competitor. I'm a Rice Krispies girl. I uh, Not for a cereal, only for Rice Krispie Treats. <laughs> You don't like okay. I'm learning a lot. I also like a corn pop. I like a like pops? Corn pop. Is that what they're are they called pops? The yellow one? Yeah, I thought they were called corn pops. No, I think they're called pops. Oh shit. Corn pops. Gotta have my pops, right? Uh-huh. What is the like commercial? the most what cereal commercial? <laughs> sorry for this tangent. I'm just so curious now. What cereal commercial lives in your head rent free? Because I know mine. Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs, <laughs> peanut butter chocolate flavor. Oh my God. Wait, I'm, uh, after I go home, I'm going to think of so many. I'm going to be like, damn, I didn't think about it. You know what my favorite thing to do sometimes is go on YouTube and look up like a compilation of early 2000s commercials. No, no. Perfect segue. Uh-huh. Sorry, I interrupted. No, what's the segue? Perfect segue. Do you know what cheese paper is? Cheese paper? I Did you see my TikTok? Did you see my last I've TikTok? Never, no, I've never seen a cheese paper. Your TikToks don't show up for me. Sorry, algorithm. No, literally, like I really, anyone I follow, <laughs> Maybe no one comes Maybe you should engage up. with it. I do. Maybe you should like and comment. I'm if sorry. you look at my likes on TikTok, at, like every 30, <laughs> there's like seven of your videos that I like because I'll go search them and I'll go, I missed out <laughs> You know what's funny? I these. search yours too. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, Remy. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. But I literally am in the car today with TK and Ollie. We get in and out as we're driving home in six hours of traffic. And I say- Oh yeah, I love the cheese paper. And they go, what? They have your face. Is it like the cheese that melts off and gets crunchy? Yeah, it's the cheese. It's the cheese from the burger, or like the corners of the cheese that get on the paper. Oh, and when you eat your burger, do you just like not eat the cheese you that's suck on the paper? Off the yeah, cheese. you suck off the cheese. They looked at. They were like, huh? Same thing. At least you understood it, right? Yeah. In early two thousand, Carl's Junior commercials were literally like. Cheese paper. They would say cheese paper. It was like like the number one thing. It was be oh. like one guy was like, oh, I love the cheese paper. Like, are you gonna eat yours? Like, like that was such a thing. So I make a TikTok and it's going viral right now <gasps> because half the comments are like, yes, of course, I remember this. Unlocked it was in memory. it was in two thousand and one. Then all the other comments are like, babes, huh? Wait, you eat the paper? I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, at least you understood what I <gasps> meant. No, I I mean because I lick it obviously as well, but I didn't. It makes sense. It's called cheese paper. I just like have never yeah. thought of it. No, isn't that crazy? I definitely miss Please. that commercial, but. And I'll show you both. Don't worry. Cause I'm, I made them watch it and they're okay. like. <laughs> and I, I, the first Carl's Jr. Also they're called Hardee's, right? The first Carl's Jr. commercial I thought of, or like in my memory is Paris one Hilton. of. Is it Paris? I thought it was Kim Kardashian on the bed. Or is that Paris Hilton? Oh no. Paris Hilton was the car wash one. <gasps> I think of Kim on the bed. I remember she's like eating a yes. famous star. I remember they were so sexual. I remember in sixth grade, the Paris Hilton one came out and it played when on an American Idol. We are not talking about Coachella, <laughs> but this is so interesting. We, we, and private Christian school, we get into class and my, my teacher's like, the Oh drama. my God, like, like 
did you guys watch American Idol? Blah, blah, blah. Like we're all talking about it. Like, oh my God, so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. This is back when you had to text in what like 20 season? million times. Oh, it was Carrie <gasps> and Bo. Iconic. Right? Yeah, good one. Iconic, and then, iconic. And then she goes, yes, yes, yes. She goes, did you see something very alarming? <laughs> And we were all like, huh, huh. And we are like, oh, yes, oh my God, the Carl's Jr. commercial. She was like, oh my God, we were offended, da, 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 da. Like, we're, we're blah, 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 blah. Like, boycott Carl's Jr. Now it's just weird, being weird on the other side. Oh, boy. They were boycotting it. Yeah, they were like, oh my God, we can't even say, like, how bad it went, da, 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 da. And I was just like, I wonder how much Paris Hilton got paid for that. I remember when that I went talk. to, in, in my middle school, if you got, like, a certain... GPA or something, then you were allowed to go. Like there is this like once a year movie theater field trip where we all lined up in like little auditorium and then they put us on a bus and took us to the movies and we got like popcorn. Oh, that's and sick. a drink. I've never did that. Um, but <laughs> this year they did, or not this year, but the year of two thousand seven, I believe. It was uh, the Golden Compass, and then all of a sudden the parents started rioting for some reason. Golden Compass. Yes, I don't remember why it was an issue, but it was like a religious thing. The Golden Compass movie, no. Does anyone know? Let me look it up. Sorry, I'm going to be loud because I can't hear. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Golden Compass movie religion. I'm so dehydrated. There was something <laughs> wrong. My half gallon jug with me. Oh, I think it's literally just a Catholic book, like based. Oh. Something to do. I don't know. There were some, pe- some parents. Oh, 2007, The Golden Compass Spurs Controversy. I'm not sure why, but it became this big thing and we weren't allowed to go because not all the parents were on board. Mm. But I was thinking about that. Anyway, so Saturday at Coachella, <laughs> uh, Saturday rolls around. The headliners are Blackpink. And I woke up in the morning after my anxiety attack where I had told myself, like, I'm not going to go. And I teetered back and forth. I got to go to this Captain Crunch party. Mm. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be I, all morning. I was like, I'm going to go home. I'm not. I'm going to go home. I'm not. I'm going to go home. I'm not. And then I was like, you know what? You actually told me you're like, just like, suss out how you feel. Go to the party. Yeah. See if you want to go home. If you want to go home. If not, come back. Also, I knew you would miss black people. Like, I knew you would be sad if you missed them. I know. I know. But I was like, I just, you know, in your head, mm-hmm. when something's happening, you're like, you make such a uh, rash decision. But also in those moments, things that feel so big are like, it's not worth it. Yeah. Like, yes, I love them. But if I'm going to be miserable and anxious the whole time, it's not worth it. I'd rather just watch it on YouTube. Like, agreed. so I, I get that side too. Agreed. Agreed. I went to the Captain Crunch party. It was fantastic. DJ Pee Wee was DJing. That's Anderson Pack. Yes. Uh, I did beg for a photo and they told me that his team wouldn't let me take a photo. So that sucked. Sorry, Kyle. That was your birthday present. One d- I was so excited <laughs> to get it. I was like, I'm going to send it to him. Unfortunately, I think he was busy. He literally was on stage. So I understand. And Renee Rapp was uh, emceeing who I love mm-hmm. so much. And she's so funny. And the party was lit honestly it was really fun it was at this like little cute hotel and it was like a pool party and they went all out there were like i went with matt king ollie and eli and we <laughs> matt were, was the funniest was the life of the event part of me wishes i went just just to, to see, see him. him there okay so here's the thing i went because it was a work deal like mm-hmm. because oh <laughs> we no wonder we start talking about captain crunch i forgot we talked oh, that was the tangent <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I love Captain Crunch. And then I was like, 
No, Remy, we did a full-on bracket of what's the best cereals. Everyone else is doing brackets of people's outfits and like we're, we're we doing did it cereals. For cereals. Let's go. Shout out Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch is we my love winner. The Captain Crunch is my winner more than Apple Jacks, truly, because Good. I feel like I like Apple Jacks, you have to be in the mood. Sorry, I'm not gonna go on again. So I love Captain <laughs> Crunch. I got invited to go to this event. I it's a deal for me to go. Mm-hmm. Um and I was talking about it all the time. On Thursday, on Friday, I was like, guys, the captain's turning 60, the captain's turning 60. I'm like, I'm gonna celebrate. This is huge. <laughs> I went to the grocery store and I did the shopping for the house. So I bought, of course, Captain Crunch for everyone. I'm so sorry. What? Can I interrupt? Yes. I just had a memory unlock. Did you ever play the Captain Crunch PC game? What was the game? I, I forget, so. but it memory unlocked right now. You would collect little berries, I think. Mm. And you were this like little weird. Oh my God, you you like grew up. Oh my God, it, you were a little like cute thing. Hold on. Ah, I like definitely a, didn't play that. Oh, I'm Ashley and I were obsessed with it. Captain Crunch. Captain I Crunch. liked the Lilo and Stitch game, the sandwich maker. Do you remember that one? No. You were the little yellow experiment and you were, <gasps> you had to build your sandwich. I also liked Pajama Sam. I still, to this day, you guys, play Pajama Sam on my phone. There is this Pajama Sam, you are what you eat. That's what it's called. That I still have not been able to beat from when I was 12 years old. I have it as an app on my phone and on times where I'm on planes or a, a place where I don't have service, I play. Still haven't beat it. I need cheat codes. I still use them. And one day I'm going to beat it. Cheat codes? I do. I just thought of the, sorry, I did the that group. thing. But the Sims cheat code, Rosebud for unlimited money. I don't, I didn't play Sims. No. I've said, again, doesn't listen to me. I've said that multiple times on this podcast. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but like. Sorry, you're going to say, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, Rosebud was 1,000, Motherload was like 10,000. And then you just kept doing it and you'd have unlimited fun so you could make a mansion. I liked Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, I loved Roller Coaster. This is kind of morbid. Would you ever like make your Sims die and then the ghost would come? You say that every time you bring up the Sims. Really? Literally every time you bring up the Sims. <laughs> I'm telling you, I really worry about my memory. Um, <laughs> did you ever, on Roller Coaster Tycoon, did you ever purposely make them die on the roller You coasters? also bring that up. I thought that you were going to start with that, honestly. Uh, honestly, I, w- I was, and then I said the Sims <laughs> one first. Um, so let's just, like, get back to the Cotton Crunch Yeah, uh, okay, so I'm game. at the party, so I wake up. <laughs> I'm getting ready to go to the party, and Matt King walks in, and he's, and keep in mind, like, <laughs> I was invited by the brand, like, full honesty I was compensated to be there Ollie went with me because well, you had a, not just to go you had a post oh yeah things, well I have yeah. posts and things to do but I, I was like oh my god to work with my favorite brand <laughs> <laughs> yes so excited and then Matt walks in as I'm getting my makeup done he's just like guess who got invited to the captain crunch party <laughs> and I was like oh my god he's like yeah I was dming the captain like he went out of his way to be invited because I was talking about it so much he didn't get a plus one so he was like bye Patricia and Patricia I was, like, was like bye I'll be by the pool yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like you can come in my car so we all went together and Matt the whole ride over spent <laughs> just looking at the custom merch that they were giving away and he's like I'm getting the hat oh but I really want the fanny pack that was the whole ride he was so excited we get there I got this hilarious video of Anderson Pack coming out. I was like, oh, across from the pool. <laughs> and so I was trying to get it for Cal because he loves Anderson Pack, which in me and my Delulu brain was like, oh my God, Anderson Pack doesn't want a video with me or doesn't want a photo with me because he heard the episode where I said that I thought no. he was in love with me at the Silk Sonic concert. But no. I know, but that's how Delulu I am. Remy. I asked the Captain <laughs> Crunch people, can I have a, a picture? And they said, sorry. His team said no. And I was like, oh my God. You're he's on so the watch basic. list. He think he saw that I think that he's in love with me and now he doesn't want to be seen with me. Remy. Anyways, that's what, all going through my brain. What guy would ever think that? They'd be like, oh my God. Sorry. I made no sense. <laughs> I didn't even make but sense. But you're right. Yeah. You're Delulu so right. 
You're so right. Tell me what I want to hear. You're so right. And so I get this video of me trying to zoom in on Anderson back from across the pool. And then I zoom out and you see Matt King going up to the mascot <laughs> and cheering with mascot? him. Mascot? You mean the captain. The captain. So sorry, the captain. And you see him like, Hey, like you can see, visibly make out. Hey, can I, can I get a photo with you? And he like turns around and it's all just happening from across the pool. I was losing my Wait, mind. The party was so fun. The brand was so nice. And I was just telling them about all my experimental ideas I had for recipes with Captain Crunch. Oh my God. Berries. Pretty basic. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. And then we came back, and then we all went to the festival. Uh-huh. Charlie XX. Oh, my God. I made it to Charlie. I lost my absolute mind. She was so fucking hot. It was insane. She brought out Troy Sivan. Uh, I knew she was going to bring out someone. I thought it was going to be Kim Petras, though. Oh, we were thinking that, because mm-hmm. she did unlock it, I think, like, right after. And we we're like, oh, my also God. Also, click, she's on. Oh, my God, she is. Yeah. You're right. Or maybe she's not even on unlock it. Maybe it's, like... Sorry, fake fan. It was it was so so good. She was so incredible. Her I honestly like she's amazing, but I have to give a shout out to her dancers. Ooh. They were so so good. So in unison. The whole performance was absolutely amazing. Like the crowd showed up. Everyone was cheering. It was so fantastic. And like honestly one of my favorite sets that I've ever seen in my life. My favorite set on Saturday was Labyrinth. Mm. When I tell you it was like I went to church. <laughs> I raised my hands like he basically keep in mind if you don't know who he is he he scored and made like the whole euphoria soundtrack pretty much so all of the song I mean he has other ones obviously too but he's just an art I love when musicians or like well-known I don't want to say pop stars but like I feel like there's two types of artists there's the people who are just like super creative of like Someone like a Phineas or someone like a... Like for uh, the craft. For the craft of it. And he... Oh, my God. Everything down to the stage and his outfit. And, uh, like, it, it, you could tell he had a huge hand in everything. So I was just like, wow. And even just... You you can hear that from the euphoria, the, the music. Like, the... You know, it, it clearly is different. It has, like, a... Whatever. So I, I just think he's a genius. But Billie Eilish obviously came out. If you so saw cool. clips. And 
my favorite thing about her coming out was watching their interaction Aww. because it looked, you could tell that they genuinely love each other. And you could also tell how she was like, you know, she's massive. She headlined Coachella, you know, you could tell she was so happy for him to have his moment. And Aww. like, you could, they were just smiling at each other being like, like, and I was, I was just like almost crying seeing that. Cause I was like, that's so beautiful that like they were having a moment. And even though she's headlined before, you could tell she was so excited to be there just for that song. That's incredible. It was so good. He was amazing. But I always say my favorite sets are kind of the spontaneous ones. And Matt and Patricia was like, oh, I kind of want to see Labyrinth. The second I came up to them is when he said it. And it was just like the perfect timing that we were like, yes, let's go. So we booked it. Because um, that was happening during Blackpink, yes, right? Yes, we, we left Blackpink um, because they were still kind of early because Calvin Harris was going on after. Yeah. Another thing why I feel like just logistic wise didn't make sense. Normally the headliner headliners end the show. Yeah. Like the whole night. Granted, there's always like the do lab and like, like more EDM, like deeper house things, maybe going till one, 2 AM. But for the most part, the headliner on the main stage is the last big performance. But Calvin Harris was coming quote back to the desert and it was very small on the set, uh, the set list but I feel like they only did that so they could have the PR that Blackpink was headlining. And I didn't like that. Mm. You know what I mean? I no, I didn't think it was that. But if that is that, that's lame. Sorry. I was shocked to see that they were so early because Blackpink went on at 9 p.m. when usually a headliner yes. goes at like 10, 10 11. 11. Yeah. So I thought and for him to be on the same stage, if he was at a different stage, like Sahara makes so much sense. Yeah. But I'm like, why? And he's headlined Coachella before in the past. So I'm like. It felt like a PR thing. Like two headliners in one night. It just, yes. I was very much like, mm, I hope they're not doing those girls dirty that way. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, well, I b agree with that. Mm. Uh, Blackpink were oh my God. absolutely fucking amazing. The best set that I've ever seen at any festival, at any concert, anything I've ever seen. I, as we all know, love K-pop. And I have for like a decade of my life. I've been like a diehard fan for so many, so many groups. I've never been a, I wouldn't call myself a blank. Like I, I, I really take fandom names very seriously. I wouldn't call myself a blank. I foresee myself becoming a blank in the next few months because of how incredible they were. Even driving out on the, our car ride out, I was DJing for TK um, and we were just asking each other random questions. I was like, I'm really excited to see Blackpink. I think they're gonna be really good. Um, and she was like, oh, I wish I just knew more of her songs. So I played her my top favorites. I was like, um, I was like, this one is called do 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, no, you don't know like all what they're saying, but it's just, it's so good. Like, it's so good. Like the bass, the beat, like. Mm. Oh, I'm a K-pop. Fanatic. Oh, I know, I, I know. But, but I, I don't know what they're saying either. See, I know like two phrases, you, but I just Meg, like the sound Meg of it. Meg was the best to watch. Meg. Scramble Megs. Oh, she was so good, yes. <laughs> she was living. It was beyond oh, my sorry. expectations. You're good. Why I brought that up was um, during the set, TK was living and dancing. She was like, I'm obsessed. Like, she was like, I didn't know, like I was missing this. Like, you know Kyle's their choreographer? Yes, And I has been from the beginning. That's amazing. He is like- they surround themselves with like the best. Their dancers were amazing. The, the set, the set list was so good. I love that they also give all the girls Each their moment. own little like solos. Yeah. <sighs> I thought it was fantastic. I think that, have you watched the Blackpink documentary on No, Netflix? and I'm about to. You need to. It, that truly made me start to really listen to them. Like I think it came out a few years ago. Yeah. Um, But it just 
like the K-pop world is so interesting mm-hmm. and it gives you a really good look into like the trainee program yes. and all. Cause I know that it's very extensive. Each one's very different. Um, e- each individual artist's or singer's journey is so different. Some, mm-hmm. some people, I think Jenny trained for like six years, probably longer. Like it's so interesting. Some people just get like thrown into it last minute. I'm into this new group called the Seraphim. I'm going to give you the whole breakdown one of these days. Um, but they even like, I watched a little bit of their behind the scenes and like the way that these labels put together groups based on so many different factors, like they will have a group going for months and months and months training behind the scenes. And then randomly one day be like, she's not really a fit anymore. Take the girl out. You're, you're done. That's what is. And it's like the, the group is a brand and different, people like they they place they place them yeah and then I've told you before about like different positions and like yes, yeah that it's makes really so much more sense with the positions it's like very interesting. who's the rapper who's this and yes and it's very yeah it's crazy that uh, this might be a hot take we can cut it if we need to like that they have to put that much work to just now be getting recognized mm-hmm. and like you can just like Go viral on TikTok and then you have all that fame. Well, it's just so, it it really is crazy. I'm so happy that K-pop groups are getting international fame now. I mean, they've also always been like, you know, bigger in Mm -hmm. Japan and Korean, like on that side of the world, but like Western fame. When Yuka lived with us, she was like, do you like K-pop? Because we were like, oh, what's your favorite music? What's your favorite music? And, um... The, the one that I always loved from there was the, I don't know who sings it, but the sorry, 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 Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Super Junior. Super Junior. They're a long, they're like an old, old group. Yeah. I think they're a second gen or maybe first gen, but they like BTS and Blackpink definitely are some groups that like broke through mm-hmm. to the Western side. So yes. it's been so cool to see. I always go like in waves of my K-pop fandom. I was thinking about this yesterday, but I think I'm on it for life now. Truly. So good. Because it's so, it's just, it's so cool to see when Blackpink started performing, I was with you mm-hmm. and they like, you know, they started all the the lights and everything and like the sound was coming on and they started to sing and I was, I looked at you and I was like, oh my God, I'm like getting emotional. But I was like, suck it back in around, like have fun. This is going to be a fun time. And maybe like a minute of the song goes by and I was trying to enjoy it. And I, I kind of had put it out of my head a little bit. And then, um, this guy that we met who was in our mutual friends group, we just met him this weekend. He was, his name was Jerry. He was so sweet. He runs over to me and we're like the same height. So we had like, we're like whispering yeah. in each other's ears. And he was like, oh my God, I was trying to find someone that, that could relate to me. And I was like, hi, oh my God. And he was like, and he was like whispering in my ear and he was like, oh, I'm going to cry. He's like, oh my God. He was saying how, He's like to for all those times that you know people told me that I smelled weird or that my food smelled bad or that I looked different or I got made fun fun of for just being me. Look at us now, and he's like pointing at the stage, and I lost it. I was hysterically crying, and Alicia and I were pr- like people commented. I posted it on TikTok. You people did? thought I was on drugs. <laughs> they were all like, "What drugs is she on?" And I was like, "Believe it or not, it is a single. It was a single." vodka water Um, but it was just like I was already a little tipsy but then on top of that I was just like it it was a really hyper emotional feeling that I was in and just like being felt like I felt so much I just felt so much happiness I was overcome with so many emotions I was so proud I was like a, a part of me also was always like why the fuck did it take so long in situations like that? Um, and Alicia was so cute. She was like, just, she had her back to the stage and was just fully staring at us. At one point, she like fully pulls out her phone and starts filming. Like Which I, I, I remember being like, ooh, I don't know if she would want this. I was oh, like, I I'm it. just going to film it, let you have it if you want it for a memory or post it or whatever. But I remember being like, 
this is a very like serious moment and I didn't want you to think I wasn't. Oh, thinking, I loved you know. it. No, no, no. And Jerry was so sweet and we just like, we shared a nice moment. He kept like grabbing me and like pulling me to the front and would like dance with me. And he was just like, we kept both going like, holy shit, like this is amazing. Like this is amazing. And I know so many people watching on the live stream or so many people there that were, you know, whether they're Asian Americans or Asian or whatever it may be, um, felt seen and, and heard in those situa- in that situation. And then also, again, how I was saying about for Bad Bunny, like the Latin community, being able to feel that, like yeah. it's such a special thing. Representation is so important and we always talk about it, but like being able to tangibly feel I it the tangibility is a yeah. whole other thing. But my favorite part of the night was when after you finished recording and Jerry ran away, you like have the biggest smile <laughs> on my face and you just look at me and you go, thank you for letting me share that moment with you. <laughs> It made me, I, it made my night. I was just like, it was so sweet. And I know you mentioned like, you're so genuine about it. <laughs> to clarify, I, I also was not on drugs. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was just like, I was so happy for you, for both of you. Cause I could see you guys were having that moment. And it was genuinely so beautiful to watch. Thank you so much. And because it was so like, sweet. I get like, I've never had to struggle with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I just, you know, I don't. I appreciate you know. that. Like, seriously, that it means a lot to hear that. And I was just glad that you could be there with me. No, I like I could cry right now. <laughs> like, that's so sad. It was it was um, it was incredible. And I wasn't expecting to feel that way. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting anything. I was just like, this is going to be a killer performance. But then to see them like t- to also hear after how it was the most streamed performance at Coachella oh, ever. It was the best performance of the weekend. Yeah. Like. The they they it was Beyonce level of like damn so it was a show they even as women to yes. see to see that like beyond like they kicked what is it broke the glass ceiling pushed mm-hmm. through whatever it was they fucking killed it they made me so oh my fucking god and proud. their intros like so sexy I'm a type of girl that um, oh so I posted it on TikTok it went super viral see I, I haven't seen that oh that's good. It went super viral. And then better than that. Well, so many people, I just have to read you some of these comments because it was just like so sweet. I also like looked hideous while crying, but I didn't care. <laughs> we're at 140K likes. Oh my God. And I, a lot of people were just the comments, exactly how I felt with Bad Bunny, love when we take up space. Uh, I'm not Korean, but so proud of them. Can't imagine how you were feeling. Uh, representation is so important. Glad you had a good time. What are you on? Literally just a vodka water. (laughs) Girl, I'm not even Korean, but I'm an Asian woman. And I'm so proud watching them cry at home. Like crying for for us POCs. This is our time. Like I was, uh, and then Blackpink Twitter started posting it and it started going crazy. Oh my God. Um, Wait, what's it at now? On Twitter. Let's see. No, no, views on TikTok. Oh, great question. 851 million or 800 million 851,000. But Blackpink Twitter picked it up and the literal Blackpink fan base twitter fan base but i just like what they wrote um this one is pink cella tweeted this and it says this is why i said it's literally history that an all-female group and an all-asian group is headlining coachella can you see how many people are feeling so represented oh also k uh blackpink isn't even made up of just all mm-hmm. korean girls mm-hmm. one girl's thai which is cool and some of them are from like new zealand and like all over i just think it's amazing Okay, we're gonna do a whole K-pop episode. I would <laughs> live laughing. We'll bring Suzan. No, she can do your mom BTS. Would cry. I would love. I sent her a BTS thing the other day, and she was like, "She hey. called me about it." <laughs> she called me, and she was like, "I just love that Alicia like thought to send it to me." It was like a pop-up thing out here, and I was like, "She oh, was she really excited. She was really. She was like, she thought of me. She loved it." <laughs> um. So Sunday rolls around, and I had a lot of people being like, "Where's Remy? Where's Remy? Where's Remy?" 
Um, Rem decided to leave that morning, which I think that was such a good move because you had Cal's birthday literally today, which thank you for coming in to record before you leave for Tokyo tomorrow. Oh my God. Duh. Sorry, Cal. <laughs> Love you. Um, but I did, I was like teetering on staying again. Cause I really, 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 really wanted to see Frank Ocean. But in my head, I've already been blessed with the fact that I've been able to see Frank Ocean. I actually like didn't realize it, but I saw him the last time he ever performed live which was at FYF Fest, which was this, um, or FYF, which was this festival that LA used to put on. But that was the last year they ever did it. It was in 2017, he performed. And oh. that was the time that I told you I got hit in the head with the water bottle. Yeah, it was that. That was that. But that was years ago. And that Sorry, was the last I time he performed. I just pictured you fully getting hit. No, literally just like, <laughs> boom, ricochet right off my head. <laughs> so funny. If this was a new girl episode, it would be inserted. Like yes. a flash. Yes, it would be with a, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I... Knew I should come home because uh, my doggies went to training today and I wanted to like say goodbye to them. I wanted to be here for Cal's birthday. Um, I also leave for Japan tomorrow morning. So I didn't want to, I was worried there might be a six hour traffic. Mm -hmm. So I was like, God forbid I like, I get into an accident or something yeah. happens. I just wanted to make sure I had time to, you know, also just rest before I went. Cause I kept losing my voice too. I was like, I don't mm -hmm. want to get sick. So for many a reasons I came back yesterday, but I was really sad. I, Frank was going on at 10. I knew he was going to be late though. So I was like, I don't want, I also thought maybe he was going to cancel to be honest. I was like, if I stay all day and he doesn't even come on, I'm going to be very upset. Did so I'm just going to go. TikTok? Who? Jack. No. You should watch it. <gasps> it's, it's sad. Oh no. It's sad. I'll watch it today. They got there at like, 1 30 p.m no just stay there the whole time yeah okay let me i want to hear about your sunday because i haven't really heard it yeah oh i didn't tell you this i feel like i've never really had bad influencer encounters i officially have had a horrible influencer encounter no i'm obviously not going to say who it was and truthfully in my heart i hope they were just off maybe they were anxious maybe they're having anxiety attack benefit of the doubt yeah. You know, I really didn't take it personal because I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> but I was talking to my friend. We're like waiting in line at the bar and we're having a conversation. And then this person like shows up and runs up to my friend who was with me and starts having their own conversation, which like, that's fine. That shit happens. But like, clearly we, I was with, um, I was with my friend before having conversation. So they kind of like butted in, which I think at first I was like, oh, that's awkward. But then they have a full on conversation and, and this, this, this influencer doesn't even like note it, look at me, doesn't say anything, doesn't acknowledge me, like actually doesn't even look over to me. So I was like, oh, okay. Like this kind of awkward, but I'll sit here. Their conversation finally starts to die. And I turn and reintroduce myself. Cause I was like, oh, hey, like we've, we've met before, but, um, I, I don't know if you remember, I'm Alicia, right? And I kid you know, I still see, still see it in my head. They turn as if I completely interrupted, uh, their, interrupted conversation. their conversation <gasps> Oh my God. and was very annoyed and turns without smiling, goes, no, I know who you are. And then turns back and continues talking to my friend. I, I Bitch, I wanted to unfollow in that second. I was like, oh, like, what a fucking bitch. No, genuinely, I was like, and then I tried to make a little more small talk and I was like, well, this is awkward. But also I did. When I, you try to make small talk, did they like it even try at all? No, like Ooh. I was, I'll tell you after. I genuinely, genuinely was just like, okay, either you're just 
a bitch <laughs> and you're like that. But it also was just very polar op- opposite energy they were giving my friend. Like it, like they were super like happy. Did your friend like, say anything? No, and I need to talk to them and be. And I, I want to ask them, be like, hey, was I tripping? Like, because again, benefit of the doubt, maybe they didn't realize I was there with my friend. I don't know. I truly didn't take it personal because I was like, okay, either I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt of like, maybe you're having a really bad situation. You've taught me that. <laughs> but my but gut like, is like, I can't you imagine can at doing least, that. Just saying and, hi. And for, I truly know for a fact that person does know, that influencer does know who I am. Like I know for an absolute solid fact. Like you guys have talked in the past. Yes, we've talked for a a long extensive time before, but it had been a few years. So I was like, oh, let me, you know, hi. Like, you know, just, you know. That's so rude. I truly was like. Why can't you just say hi and then go back to your conversation? Or, but, or just smile when you say, no, I know who you are. Like it was literally, no, I know who you are. Like, (laughs) it was so bad. I was like, oh. I'm so maybe sorry. Maybe they were on drugs. Maybe they were uh, drunk. Maybe they got broken up with. Like, maybe they were just down bad. I don't know. But I genuinely, I've never wanted to unfollow someone so quick in my life. That doesn't excuse being rude. I know. But I don't have a but. I was trying to. But to- I also hate conflict and hate anything like that. So I'm like, I think I'm just going to mute them. Because, like, I don't want I hate unfollowing people. Like, I don't like unfollowing people. I think you should just unfollow. Really? Yeah, why would uh, you? Because for me, that makes it more anxiety if I ever see them again. And then they're like, oh, she unfollowed me. Do you do, know what I mean? Do you mutually follow each other? No. Then uh, why the fuck would you still follow them? Because clearly they're a bitch. <laughs> no, it's one thing if you guys both follow each other. but You're if, right. You're yeah. right. Duh. Why would you? Then you're just a fan. <laughs> no, but I just don't want them to be like, oh, you're she's a bitch. Do you know what I mean? Fine, be a bitch back. Ugh, I don't know. My ego would unfollow and block in an instant. My like real self. Is no, like, you don't need to block. Just don't. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Don't follow. Yeah, I'll unfollow. I'll unfollow. That but yeah, that so... was that was my worst influencer encounter that I've ever had for sure. I was gonna say when you watch like people's truth or drinks and you know they like they if they do say one, it's usually not too bad. To me, that's like so rude. No, it was that's just like a bad one. I that's a good that's, one for a truth or drink. Honestly, <laughs> let's save it. Um, no, honestly, <laughs> that one was truly just like, I think whether it whether you are an influencer, whether you're not, whether you're a celebrity, just that, that, and the way it was answered and that reaction was just actually rude. No, whether you're just like having a conversation with someone at the grocery store, like, you know what I mean? Like no matter where you are, who you are, what you do, like, that's just rude. I'm like, just smile. Anyways, not a fan. (laughs) That is so crazy. Also, I'm like, okay, weird. Glitch. (sighs) <sighs> one day when I retire, I'll spill all my secrets. Oh my God. In your tell all. And my tell all. Back to school, Isha. Back. Okay. School, Isha. Um, what happened okay, on Sunday? Sunday. I have to preface all of this. I'm going to talk about Frank Ocean and the set. I have to preface this also with, I am so for mental health. I am so for putting yourself first. It's not mon- no money, no anything is worth that. Um, and I know he's openly has struggled with mental health and obviously grieving his brother. Um, I didn't know the story behind like him and his brother going to Coachella before. I don't know if you saw it, but um, basically if you didn't see it, he had said for years, he'd ever like his brother loved his younger brother loved Coachella who did pass away in a car accident um, a a little bit ago. And his brother loved Coachella so much and would always kind of drag Frank with him. Right. And so he would go and they would like have so much fun. And, and even though he like, like they just had that, that was a deep connection for them for many different reasons. Um, so that made it an extra level of being 
very hard. I can't imagine losing a sibling. I can't imagine losing Ashley and then having to go perform or do something or work with a brand that she loved and not only loved, but like would dream of me performing at or something like I can't imagine like even the like truly think of if, if I was him that, that constant turmoil struggle of, am I honoring my sibling by performing because they loved it? Or is that a dishon like, or is, or is it better not to like that struggle of like, is this the right thing? Like I, it feels wrong of me to be enjoying this moment in my career when you're not here. Like I can't, I truly cannot imagine that. So I just, I, I do want to like preface everything with that. And this goes back to why I feel like it was just a weird Coachella. I feel like the, again, the logistics wise, it was very, he, he was an hour late, which is common with um, headliners, I feel like. But this year was the first time I think they've ever publicized that they charge artists $1,000. It could have changed. I saw this on TikTok. So <laughs> this is, my facts are TikTok. Yeah. Um, but they, they charge artists if they go over the set time because of curfew. So it, what I saw was $1,000 per minute over. Um, and I think Calvin Harris went over nine minutes or something. So people were like, damn, like, like that's how much he paid just cause he went over, you know, which makes sense. Cause they have to keep it on schedule and stuff, but he was an hour late. We have a lot of friends who work in the music industry at like their music agents, et cetera. And we're hearing multiple people like, no, yeah, he's canceling. And I was like, there's just, there's no way he's canceling. Cause like he performs today. If it was earlier this week. I would believe it, yeah. but I'm like, he literally is performing next, like yeah. on this stage. People are lined up. People oh, have lined up all day. they've been waiting. We had friends Did who- you see the videos of people? Cause they open the gates at noon, people getting there at probably like 11, 10, nine, I don't know, just so they could run in, no. stampede in. Literally our friend Mallory like left so early so she could like have a good spot um, right at the very front of the stage and literally sat there all day, like all day. Um, and I get that as like, you don't owe people anything, especially when it comes to, you know, loot. Like, I, I think the the magnitude of him losing his sibling, like is something only if that's happened to you, you can understand. Like, I, I just can't understand it. I, what, what we always You can say, sympathize, but you I can't can empathize. sympathize, I can't empathize. But it also was very weird how many times I heard from very reputable people that he was canceling. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is weird. Like, I feel like, what's going to happen? Honestly, I was like, watch, they're going to bring like Blink-182 to like, like they're going to have a stand. Like who would even cover? Yeah. It wouldn't shock me if like Drake randomly shut up because that's such a thing Drake would do. <laughs> like out of all artists, I'd be like, it, it would be Drake. He'd be like, yo, yo, yo guys, what's up? Like, <laughs> I was so stressed because I obviously didn't go, but I gave my wristband to my assistant, Brooke, who I love so much. And on her first day of work, I was like, oh, who's your favorite artist? Because I like to play people's favorite artists if uh-huh. we're working so that we can, everyone can be bring what they want without, without a hesitation, Frank Ocean. So I was like, oh, you have to go to Coachella. She's like, I'm going to try. And I kept asking her. She ended up not being able to get a ticket. So when I was leaving, I was like, come get my wristband. It's all yours. Oh my God. Go in. I, you No, this is literally Remy on the phone. Hey Brooke, I'm so sorry. It's a Saturday. I'm so, so, so sorry to bother you, but um, I have one request for work tomorrow. Um, I'm going to need you to take my artist pass and go to Coachella and enjoy Frank Ocean. Like bitch, you are the coolest boss ever. I love her so much. And she was able to come out. I know she was so excited. Um, and I was like telling Ollie, like get some video clips for me. Like, I want to see you guys like buy some drinks, like do it to have the best time. And an hour before he was scheduled to come on, I was on, I was trying to obviously announce that he wasn't, they weren't doing the live also the live stream yes then we also hear oh he's performing but 
it's not going to be on the live stream, which every other performance was on the live stream, except for one other one. I want to say Porter Robinson or someone. Oh, okay. There was one other one, and I forget who. I just um, think that's unfair to all the people that can't afford or can't make it out or just can't come. Well, that made me wonder, to too. I'm like, are they getting paid for it to be live streamed? Um, because I know they're making money off the live stream. Like they mm, should be right. Maybe. So I'm assuming we should ask our friends who are music agents. I would assume so. Well, Lauren, I was at home trying to find TikToks, like people's mm. live streams to watch. Cause I was like, I want to see. Uh, and as I was scrolling through Lauren Wolf had just posted that an hour before. And she was like, uh, a guy's a Coachella worker just told me yes. he canceled. And so then I was even like, bartenders oh were telling people that he's canceling. Like it was, it was just weird. Like it felt eerie. Cause it was like, okay. And Drake, no, Drake literally would come out. Love you, Drake. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, I got I, enemies. Yeah. Got a lot of. En- imagine that's what he comes out to. But I'm like, imagine Everyone's him. Booing I'm imagining him like hunched over, just running yeah. in, like in a puffer oh, jacket. Oh. oh my god, so funny! Literally, people would have loved that though. So, the next thing you know, the stages start. An hour late, the screen starts playing something. We're like, oh my god, it's starting. You would have. Th- like, it's just a band playing, right? For quite a while. And it was pretty, but then it would, like, stop, and the screen would go black. And they have this huge, like, aisle runway thing, but the band only stayed in this little box. And from what I heard, the reason why it was an hour late was because they were changing the, the, the set, essentially. Yeah, I heard that allegedly it was going to be an ice rink. Yes. And then an hour before he decided that he didn't want the ice rink because they needed to defrost it. So here's here's truly my theory. My theory is that he fully did try to actually cancel day of. I think Coachella's legal team was very upset because that's a huge, if you breach a contract like, I mean, if you're getting paid millions of dollars to do something and breach it, it's a big deal on top of it day of. So I feel like he had this huge elaborate thing with ice and ice rink, which I heard. I feel, so, you know who I feel the most bad for? I feel horrible for the ice skaters. Like oh, who, like, like think about it. Oh, and like there practice. was a show, like there was a show and then it just didn't happen day of, which again, maybe they knew, I don't know. But I think because of contracts, he had to perform something and that's what we got. And I think that's why he went on stage the way he did, like, like you barely could the light wasn't ever really on him like it was really weird and he only actually sang I believe three songs I saw that the rest were just the recording yeah which was really interesting um and then what what what, the thing that again just made it feel so odd I think odd is the better word was normally when there's a song and then it stops um you know it transitions into the next song or it's like you know, it goes low and then there's the crowd screaming and then like then the next song, the lights, there's a show to it. It felt like it broke. Like it felt like they would do a little song for a little bit and then- It'd be done. No, the screens would go black, the lights would go black. Like it seemed like, oh, the sound system broke. Interesting. After every single little song. And for the first half, it was pretty much just the band playing like instrumental. And then even um, the sequel says that Chanel, he didn't even sing that one. It was just like, the, the th- it was so it was just very odd and I was like this just seems like it was a very last minute hey you have to do a show like you legally have to do something make it work that's what it felt like to me interesting I did think like the video was very like artistic of like it being super tight on him but I love behind the scenes shit I'm just like this isn't the performance I know he's proud of and I know I it just very much felt 
like a last minute, hey, sorry, you have to go out there. With the video from my live stream that I was watching, do you, I thought they were just playing a pre-recorded video for like the longest time. No, for so long, people were like, is he even even here? Because yeah. it wouldn't show, it looked so fake. Yeah. Like I thought I was in a simulation, but then because our friends Jack and Mallory were in artists at the very freaking front, they're like, no guys, he's here. But there was no light on him and he had a hood on. So you could barely see his oh. face. And that's what they were like. It, 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 would, it just would have been nice to like actually see him. He talked to the crowd for a little bit. Like even that thing about his brother, which like, I, so it was just odd. Like I, I'm all for like artistic stuff, but it just seems like very off. I would not be surprised if he doesn't perform next week. Yeah, I'm really interested to see if Blink 182 is headlining next week. I I'm so split because I feel really badly for the people that were our diehard Frank fans who like spent so much money to go, whether it was just to the festival in general or maybe just for him. I have yeah. friends that went just for him. Oh, totally. I think the biggest thing is it was expectations. Like people yeah. were expecting one thing from him and didn't get that. I've seen so much discourse online. I feel so horribly for the ice skaters. I feel so horribly for the people that spent so much money and took so much time out of their days to go to the whole festival in general, to see him, maybe just went to the festival just to see him, whatever it may be. Um, I feel so horribly for him. I can't imagine what it's like to lose a sibling. And I, obviously this is his first performance since losing mm-hmm. him too. So I, I do think like there needs to be grace given to him and in that sense. a place like, I, yeah, yeah, I get that. With get how that. many memories and how much just emotionally is tied to that. I think overall, I just think the biggest thing is like people were expecting one thing and he gave them something else. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that either. I've seen so much discourse of like, Frank fans being like very much on Frank's side or very much more on the other side. I think he's very notorious, obviously, for like being late, for canceling, mm-hmm. for things like that. So I don't think that that's too big of a surprise. I texted my best friend who I went with to FYF where I got hit in the head with a water bottle. Um, and she was the one that was like, we're going to the front. Yeah. Like she's a huge yeah. Frank fan. And I text her. It was 1117 when I was watching the live show because he still hadn't come out yet. And he was scheduled for 1005. Mm. I just said, um, what's happening? And she just said, after it ended, I'm confused. It was still great to see him, but this is definitely the new Frank. So I think it's more of just like, a, okay, this is, maybe this is how he's going to perform moving forward if he ever performs again. Yeah, I, I'm torn too in the sense of, even on a very, 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 very minuscule level of, you know, being uh, influencers and, and having stuff because like even in like a relationship breakup or a friendship breakup, like, no, you don't owe an answer to anyone. But at the same time, I think what makes such a tight knit community is that transparency of like communication with your audience. You know what I mean? Now, again, that's just like a little tiny, tiny, tiny drop. But like, I think a lot of people just felt hurt by him from that. So I've seen a lot of people saying like, he doesn't owe anyone anything. Like you should just be grateful you got to see him. But I've had other people be like, this is like, this was so bad. And they're really like upset and they feel like, they're like, I can't even support you anymore, which is really sad. So it's just, it's interesting. And my problem solving self is like, maybe you're just not a touring musician. Like make your music, you know what I mean? I I disagree. I think, um, I don't know whether or not he's going to do weekend two. I think obviously people who went, if they went just for Frank and were expecting something else, they were kind of the guinea pigs with this, uh, whether it is a quote unquote new Frank or with this 
Frank who's grieving, whatever it may be, who he is currently today. Um, so now people know moving forward, like let's say he does ever want to go on tour, like that's maybe now what we should expect. Mm. And if you enjoyed that and that's what you 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 loved it and you want to see it again, then absolutely go see him on tour. But I think now there's like a new level of expectations that people can have and, ex- and um, pressure I feel like from him being like every year being like now it's been five years since I haven't been before now it's been six years yeah it just felt like I guess in my head I'm like oh I hope he doesn't feel pressure that he has to tour if he doesn't enjoy it and oh, he doesn't very- do anything he doesn't want to do like he definitely he, I think he'll I don't think he'll ever go on tour honestly and he doesn't tour he's only performed like yeah so I guess ever. I'm just confused I'm like to, to have Coachella be your first big thing like there was not one person I've I heard of who said it was a good show. They're just like, don't be mad at him. So I think that, at least from my perspective, my For You page, obviously I've, I've been seeing a lot of stuff, but I, I just haven't, I've, I, yeah, it's just, it was just odd. It felt like a glitch. Like it actually felt like, did the sound system break? Like, and then you hear ice skaters. And then I saw some one tabloid be like, he broke his foot a few days before. I, I was that. like, bitch. I was like, <laughs> it was like either his PR team is reaching for like anything to kind of like diffuse it or people are just like, I was just like, this this whole thing is weird. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. And I know he's a creative genius. I know he's a creative genius. So I, I think I'm like, oh, I would have loved to see what it was supposed to be. But what if that is what it was supposed to be? What and if that really good was PR or horrible? I don't know. Bad press. Is still but maybe like that is really what he wanted. Like at the end of the day, we'll never know. And maybe because I, again, like I really wanted to see him, but I didn't physically go. So like, I feel a little bit more outside yeah. of feelings. Cause like, again, I understand people spend a lot of money and, and time and go. And that is a big letdown. I don't know. My, I just feel, I feel really horribly for him. And I, and I do feel, feel, feel bad for all the people that went and were let down. Yeah. I just, I'm so curious if he's going to perform next week. I am so, like, I I could see it going either way. I know, the, I, oh, I would love to be a fly on the Coachella meeting rooms, like, just with the lawyers and shit. I'd be curious if people, if he does go on and, like, people that, you know, people now that mm-hmm. bought tickets for weekend two just to see him. Yeah. If they're going to try think, and sell, if they're going to get the same thing. I, I remember seeing, like, yeah, look, Coachella's not happy. Whoa. So that, that, to me, makes it seem like it was a very last minute, like, I'm not doing it. I thought the worst part truly was it being an hour late. I thought that was no. incredibly disrespectful. It was over an hour late. Yes, it was. But that, that, that's expected for me at festivals. Not an hour. Oh, not I think, over an hour. Yeah, that's happened before. Really? Yeah, it, it's very calm. It's It sucks, but it's uncommon. Oh, and then because he was going over, they just like cut his, sh- like everything about, it. if that's the set he wanted, I think he, like I we everyone would have loved it, but it was all of the logistics. Like everything just felt off. No one like was cheering. Like it was so fucking weird. I I really want to believe that maybe he obviously wanted to do it and then lost his brother and just didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, and felt pressured and, I underst- and contracts. Yeah, and I, I, I get I, it. Obviously, I understand that. I wish they didn't force him if he didn't want to, because then obviously, like this came from it. I know he didn't want to be there. People aren't happy. I think that I th- I truly think it was just a contract thing. It's you said you would do it, and now you change okay. your mind. Yeah. Really oh do. my god, I do too. I can't imagine, I cannot imagine the, that feeling, like that level of fame and like all of, I cannot imagine. But I'm so curious, maybe that was also just my POV. I'm so curious if anyone else had a different POV who was either there um, and like also waited. Cause it's interesting. I get, I get both sides of. I think so many like diehard Frank fans are just like, at least I got to see him. Yes. Which you know what? That's, if that's, and I w- if that's a cherry on top, that's a cherry on top. And I think if you are a, a diehard Frank fan and you understand he's a flake and stuff 
then you're able to be like, I'm just happy I saw him. But for any other concert goer, they're like, I paid for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like, I fucking paid money for yeah. this or I flew for this or yeah. whatever. Um, so yeah, it was, it was just so interesting. I am so curious if he's going to perform. I think everybody has the right to feel however they want to feel. If you want to be mad, yeah. if you want to be sad, if you want to be upset, if you want to be happy. But also I do think that we need to give him grace. Oh, a thousand percent. That's just how I feel. A thousand percent. Especially after what he said about his brother. I know this episode's so long and we had a whole tangent about cereals. Um, I, we're probably at like two hours, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Is it two hours? That's why I'm like, uh. Is it two the hours? The cameras were literally at like 3% <gasps> each. I gotta go. Holy shit. Oh my God, I gotta go. <gasps> Holy shit, that went by so fast. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we love you. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Wait, I'm, sh- I'm gonna be late to my nail appointment. Oh shit. Oh my God.